Okay, everybody, welcome back to another Lukut Maran share. Tonight, uh, I'm Shia Sussman, and uh, this is our 47th Inside Lukut Maran share. So we have 47 classes for other classes. As always, you can go to breastlove.org, or you can go to their YouTube channel, Breastlove Research Institute, or you can go to my SoundCloud, where we have all the audio classes, even stuff that's not on the Breastlove website, because the share originally started in person where it was just audio, and then it got taken to Zoom. We have all, what does Rabbi Nachman actually say? Uh, tonight, we are continuing lesson 66 in Lekutim Aran. Uh, we were learning about the connection to a tzaddik and exactly what happens when a tzaddik dies. Now, tonight, it's a long involved lesson, but tonight what I wanted to do as we were continuing last week, we were talking about Lagba Omer, because Lagba Omer is coming up. So I wanted to learn Lakuta Halachas tonight in specific. Uh, Reb Nussin, this it's a long involved lesson, lesson 66 in Lakuta Maran, the one that we started. But the Lakuta Halachas here are awesome. And they shed light on what happens to a tzaddik after they die. Why is it that we actually need a tzaddik? And what does this mean that we were talking about last week the Ruach de la Ela merging with the Ruach de la Sata, the spirit above merging with the spirit below. Now, for those of you who don't know what Lakuta Halachas are, because I know there's a lot of beginners that listen to this class, and there are a lot of beginners that actually come uh, in the live shear. For those of you who don't know what Lakuta Halachas is, we'll just give the quick two-minute download, is that Reb Nussan wrote Lakuta Halachas. He was Rabbi Nachman's main student. And what it is, is Rabbi Nachman instructed Reb Nassim to learn Shulchan Aruch and also to write his original discourses. And what Reb Nassim did is he, every time he went to Allah and Shulchan Aruch, he wrote his original discourse letter, uh, but he used the halacha to flesh out and explain exactly what Rabbi Nachman was talking about in a lesson. So what Lakuta Halachas is, here's one volume of it. It's like seven or eight volumes, full heavy-duty volumes, a lesson could be anywhere from a page or two to 30 or 40 pages. Uh, so in short, it's the panemius of every halacha and shulchan aruch, and it shows the uh, union, the emergence between nigla and nister, the intersecting point, how halacha is really based on uh, Torah's hanister. And then by doing so, it's the best, most authoritative perish on Lekutim Aran, and in short, so what's Lukut Alachas? It's Ganeiden. When you learn Lukut Alachas, you're mamish tasting Ganeiden, and it's incredible. So I just wanted to recap what we spoke about last week, and then we're going to jump right in, and we'll talk about very directly about how this lesson applies to Lagba Omer, and we'll also have our Parsha connection, Parsha's Achrimos Kedoshim, which will be very apparent once we start. Uh, last week, we were learning... This is again the quick recap, but last week we were learning how when a tzaddik dies, every, every tzaddik, every person has two parts of their neshama. They have the ruach de la ila and the ruach de la sata. They have their spirit above, which is the larger part of them. And they have the ruach de la ila, their spirit below, right? And when a tzaddik dies, what happens? The ruach de la ila comes down from Shemayim. The tzaddik draws that part down merges with the Ruach, the Lasata, it becomes one, and all of a sudden it kind of blows out the Tzaddik's Neshama, and at that point he leaves. So therefore we were learning that anyone's around, anyone who's around at the time of the Estalkas Tzaddik, uh, in specific, we learned this inside the Pesukim about Elisha and Eliyahu, that Elisha did double the miracles that Eliyahu did. Anyone who's around at that time, most notably Elisha, uh, they're able to receive a double portion, something they weren't able to receive on their own. I want to note over here, I was trying to explain this last week, and this is going to become clearer and more awesome as we continue to learn it. But last week, uh, we spoke about as well how the tzaddik is like a tree, and that a person who's connected to the tzaddik, so they, uh, you know, you could be the leaves, you could be the barks, you could be the branch, but everything nourishes from the root. So the tzaddik nourishes uh, a person who's close to the tzaddik, they nourish from the root of the tree itself. 
So it comes out like this. It's a very subtle point over here. And I've actually been thinking about it the entire week. It's, it's an amazing thing over here that an ordinary person, we don't normally taste from our Ruach de la Ela because it's, it's beyond us, right? And when we die, it's not necessarily, we're like regular, we're not like a tzaddik. So when we die, it doesn't necessarily merge uh, together in that sense. But what happens is, is because when you're connected to a tzaddik, so normally in the Yechaim Chiyusu, in your own life, in your own body, you don't, we don't receive from our Ruach de la in that way. But because you're connected to the tzaddik, so the tzaddik's upper spirit, the tzaddik's upper Ruach uh, contains your Ruach because you're connected. So therefore, when the tzaddik's Ruach comes down, that has a way to draw down your spirit as well. Right? So when the tzaddik's Ruach come down, because you're connected to that tzaddik, you get your Ruach also. So it comes out that you get your Ruach de la Ela, a regular person, they get their Ruach de la Ela, their spirit that lies above them in the upper worlds. They get that behind you, so they get that while they're still on their own body, and therefore they're able to have a double portion, <laughs> right? They're able to receive double again because in your own lifetime, you don't receive your Ruach de la Ela. You really only are receiving in a, in a revealed way from your Ruach de la Sata, from your lower spirit. So when you're connected to the tzaddik, because the tzaddik dies, so the tzaddik contains your ruach, and therefore when his ruach de la'ila, his upper spirit comes down, you receive from your spirit as well, because he contains your spirit. So I thought that was a subtle, awesome point over here that, need, that needed to be spoken out. And uh, for those of you who listened to the previous class, that will be a lot clearer. So now we're going to jump in tonight. I got the screen shares going. I'm going to pull up the screen shares over here. Hopefully I'll be able to Pull them up in the right order. Uh, I believe this is the first one. Nope, it's not the first one. Hold on. It's uh, I took pictures of it because it was Lakuta Alachas. So let's see over here. Okay, okay. Okay, over here. Okay. Now we're gonna do the screen share. We're gonna pull up, we're gonna start the Lakuta Alachas. We're gonna pull it up right now. Okay, so this is in this is in Lakuta Alachas, Yeridea, Hilchos Hechshar Kalam, Alacha Dalit. We got more people joining us over here. We're meeting them to the room. Okay, I'm just picking up in the middle just because I picked out uh, just select pieces within this discourse itself. Ki Zeklau, because this is the rule. He's talking about tshuva now, and I'm just throwing everyone right into this. So I plan on reading a bunch tonight because it's awesome. This is the rule. When a person messes up, it's impossible for a person to correct themselves through the same way that they sinned. Rather, a person... In order to fix that thing, you can't fix it from itself. You have to go above that thing to a higher place. You have to go to a place higher than the place that you messed up, kind of like a bird's eye view, and fix it from there. And this is the main thing of tshuva, which tshuva is higher than Torah. Like Hazal say, that in the place that the Baal Tshuva stands, a, tzad, a tzaddik, a, tz, a complete tzaddik, can't be in that place. Because the only way for the Baal Tshuva to correct his path is if they receive a light from a place higher than they are. The al came the MS, therefore, in truth, EF Sharloli Stakin Kim Ali de Hatsadak Havgodal Hamiti. Therefore, a person could only in truth fix their pagam through a great tzaddik, through a true tzaddik, because the tzaddik is the one who delves the light from a higher place. The Kolmash Pagam the Kilkal Yoser, and who however much you messed up, Hutsarach Rebbe Godal Yoser. You need a greater Rebbe, right? The weaker student needs a better Rebbe. Not the, the Aleph students always get the best Rebbe. But Rabbi Nachman says, the weaker student needs the best Rebbe because he needs to bring the light all the way down. The greater the person, uh, the sicker the person, the greater the doctor. The sicker the neshama, the greater the tzaddik needed in order to bring light to that place. 
like another lesson Rabbi Nachman taught. The Al King, Iker Tikan Hachuvu, Al Yede Habachina. Hold on. Let me pull up the next screen share. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Therefore, the only way to fix it is through Pishnayim. Right? Just making sure I took the pictures right. Hold on. Therefore, the only way to fix come to true truva is Pishnayim receiving more light than what you originally had, having a double portion. When a person merits to go to the tzaddik every time, now Rabbi Nassim is explaining this, that anytime a person goes to the tzaddik, they get double than what they could normally receive. Like we've been explaining, because through going to the tzaddik, a person's able to receive light from a very, very high place. And therefore he could get fixed every time. Even if he sinned and he messed up in whichever way he did. Right? Because a person receives light from Pishnaim, double the amount that we were able to receive. Well, now we have more people joining us, right? And, and now we're going to see some old Breslov, old-fashioned Breslov or Chizuk. Uh, Rav Nassim, Rav Nachman, take this to the next way, next level. Yesh Devarim Bego. In this, there's very, very secret things. Ki Afalpi Shehu Namuch V'Katan B'Maile Ma'od Ma'od. Even though you, on your regular level, you're very low and you're small, and you know yourself how you don't even come to a drop in the ocean next to the holiness of the tzaddik, your Rebbe. Nevertheless, what we're saying is totally true. Nevertheless, so nevertheless, every time you go to your Rebbe, Every time you go to the tzaddik, your soul, your soul receives light even in a hidden way. Now you might not realize it, but your soul still gets it in a hidden way. Double, double. That a person is able to receive double the light because they're receiving their chiyas, their holiness from the ruach de la They receive their personal holiness from the Ruach, the spirit above that their Rebbe contains their Ruach. So now they're able to receive their own Ruach, Derech their Rebbe. Kamosha Kasav Sham, like we've been explaining. And I know for those of you who are just joining, you're getting thrown right into this, but it's become clear as we learn. Through going to the Tzadik and receiving your Ruach, you're able to fix. Because God is big and knows no bounds. And God is looking for ways never to separate from you. All that a person digs, and toils, in order to come close to God, even though a person tries for days and years and they fail in whatever they're struggling with, nevertheless, nothing gets lost. There's no good deed that ever gets lost. I always feel like that's like in contrary in yeshivas, they're like, you throw the every mitzvah you did. You could also lose it all in shachas. Reb Nelson says, nothing you ever do ever gets lost ever. One good deed, one good thought, one smile, one hear her tshuva. There's no such thing as throwing it all in the garbage all at once because every mitzvah you do stays with you for netzach netzachim all of eternity. And the main thing is to come close to true tzaddikim and their students. Because the main perfection of the true tzaddik, he never stays on the same level. 
רק בכל פעם הוא עולה מדרגה לדרגה, שזה בחינס הסטלקוס, right? Because every time he goes from level to level, and that's called הסטלקוס. This is going to come clear at this point. This is a big point. Kemoshe Kosov Sham, like we explained, that every time, not only is the death of a tzaddik called histalkas, right? Uh, a tzaddik leaving this world, but every time he goes from level to level, the word histalik means to remove. So he's removing himself from one plane and going to another plane. So therefore, since the tzaddik is going higher and higher and higher, you're always able to receive more light from the tzaddik. And whoever merits to come close to this tzaddik, then every single time you go to the tzaddik, you get double the light. Because then you're receiving your light from a very, very high place. Because it's not only you get double your portion from the tzaddik you go. Because the tzaddik is always going higher, higher, and higher, you're always receiving more and more and more light. Therefore, no matter what you've done, there's nothing that couldn't be fixed. The main thing is, is to not distance yourself from the tzaddik, no matter what you've been through in life, to always stay close. So let's just explain a little bit what this says. These are amazing words of Rav Nassin, and then we're going to jump right into Lagwa Omer. Uh, Rav Nassin is explaining that the tzaddik is synonymous with tshuva. Why is the tzaddik synonymous with tshuva? Because a person who messes up in order to fix that thing that you messed up in, how are you supposed to fix it from within itself? It's like Rav Chaim Velazhin asked this on Pirkei Avos, uh, the same question that how are you supposed to fix your midos from within inside your midos, <laughs> right? If my midos are messed up and my character trait and my mind is messed up, how am I supposed to fix it from within itself, Right? So there's different answers to this question. How are you supposed to fix yourself from within yourself if it's messed up, right? A, uh, but Rav Nassim is explaining that you have to be able to go beyond yourself, beyond your own mind, beyond your own das, to Hashem's mind, to the mind of the tzaddik that gives you your ruach back, that gives uplifts your spirits, right? We say that in English, uplifts your spirits, right? And now because you're receiving more of yourself, more of your spirits, more of your mind, more insights, and more realizations. So now you're able to fix yourself from above yourself. So you're not fixing yourself from within yourself. You're receiving a great light through the tzaddik, a great perceptions, great hasagas, and uh, great insights and realizations. So now you're able to go beyond yourself and fix yourself from a light above. And that happens through the tzaddik. And what does the tzaddik show you? Though no matter what you've ever done in your entire life, it never, ever, ever gets lost. Any good deed, any mitzvah, anything at all, right? So the tzaddik is synonymous with tshuva, right? And not only that, Rav Nassim's adding that it's not just one time you get a certain light from the tzaddik. Every time you go to the tzaddik, the tzaddik is going higher and higher. He goes midarga ledarga. He's mistalek. There's a histalkus that happens on every single level. And every time there's a histalkus on that level from the tzaddik, what happens? You receive more light and you receive more light. And you receive, so it's not just a one-time receiving of pishnayim, but on every single, on every single, a, uh, on every single level, there's a tshuva that you are able, that the tzaddik is able to bring you to because he shows you who yourself are. And in Breslov, there's an awesome teaching. There's an awesome teaching in Breslov. There's a saying, it's a lesson. I think it's in Chaimaran. That says, all the ne'evados are by the tzaddik. And the tzaddik does hashavas aveda. What does that mean? All the lost objects, all the lost things, they're by the tzaddik. The tzaddik has all the lost objects, right? So a person goes to the tzaddik, they find a piece of themselves, right? A person goes to the tzaddik, they say, ah, you mean I thought I canceled out all my mitzvahs? You mean never, no mitzvah ever gets lost? Wow, 
It must be not as bad as I thought it was. You mean, even though I'm sitting against you, Hashem, at every single moment, and I'm filled with addiction, and I'm filled with taivas, and I'm filled with bad midos, and I'm filled with anger, and I'm filled with haughtiness, you mean Hashem never removes himself from me and is constantly thinking how to draw close? So after that, a person starts realizing more and more their deeper nature. A person starts understanding their spiritual existence and then no matter what they do, they have an essential connection to God that can never be severed. No Avera can extinguish your mitzvahs because every single mitzvah you do is forever and ever and ever. So therefore, when a person goes to a tzaddik, what does he feel? He feels true tshuva because tshuva means to return all the lost objects, to return to the lost parts of yourself that you think you are lost, the tzaddik shows you they're never really lost to begin with. So a person starts returning and returning because they're, re they're getting returned to them from the tzaddik, all the lost objects that were behind them. And here's a good spot to talk about Uman Rosh Hashanah just for one second over here. A person goes to Uman Rosh Hashanah, they think, oh, I messed up. Oh, I did this, I did that. And Rabbi Nachman shows you, you were never, you thought you left Hashem? You thought you messed up? You never left Hashem to begin with at all. You thought you did. But I'll show you from a very, very high place, Pishnayim, that Hashem was with you the entire time. And even though you thought you were messing up, even though you thought reached, reached low places, even, thought, even though you may have been filled with confusion, Hashem was with you the entire time. And slowly but surely, a person starts receiving more and more light, receiving more and more parts of their neshama. Looking for the right photo over here to do the screen share. Over here. Okay. Now we're going to turn to Inyane de Yoma. It's Mamish one Hemshech over here. Everyone can see that? Vizeh Bechin is awesome. It's Rav Nassim. It's like, ah, Ganeden. Vizeh Bechin is Lagba Omer. And this is the Indian of Lagba Omer. Bechinas Hilula de Rabbi Shimon Bar Yoichai, which is the Hilula of the great Rashmi. Bar Yoichai Nimshach Dashrecha. Bechinas Gedolim Tzadikim Bimisasam Yoiser Bimichayayam. That Tzadikim are greater after they leave this world than they are in their life. Kiatzadik ha Godol Misyagea Kol Yamov Biagia Satsumas Maod Bishvil Tekonos Yisrael. Vahashivum Kulam Labium Shoshvayim. Because the tzaddik during his lifetime toils and tries so hard to bring the Jewish nation back to their father in heaven. Aval habal dover misgare meod meod benafos Yisrael. Hold on, what is that? Bipratam. Sorry, it's a little bit uh, tilted over here. But the but the yetsahara, the bal dover, the negative forces, their scream and try to be taina and try to take down the Jewish souls. Uh, Take time every time try to take down the Jewish souls. Specifically at the end of our exile, which is, mind you, winding down. And tries to constantly bring down bring us down. But this true tzaddik. Right? The tzaddik doesn't leave his place at all. He's steadfast. And he goes from level to level, to very high levels, yoser v'yoser, more and more, umasig umashichin chasadim gedolim v'rachamim. And he starts to understand, have amazing perceptions and realizations in Tashem. And he draws down amazing chesed, amazing compassion every single time. Ad she'yachol l'takin kol hapigavim v'akilkulam ha'elu. And because the tzaddik goes to this height, right? We said you can't fix it from the place that it's in itself. You have to go above that. So the tzaddik goes higher and higher and higher. And he's able to bring down light to the Jewish nation, to all the broken souls. Because every high level he goes to, he has greater insights and realizations into the greatness of God. He perceives his kindness, and his compassion even more so. Right? 
because the main greatness of God is his kindness. Ki chesed nikre gedula, because chesed is called big. Ki moshe kasev lecha Hashem gedula, like it is to you, God, the bigness. Zeh chesed ki gedula, because this is known. This is chesed. Aval ba avonosenu harabim, but due to the senses of masses, miskaber abaldover kol kach kol kach, the yitzahara, the negative impeding counter forces try to spread out on us. Ad shetzarech atzadik laalos madriga gavloa kizos. Because the Yetzirah and the negative forces try to take us down, that inadvertently causes the Tzaddik to have to die because he has to be go to the highest of highest levels, which he can't do during his lifetime because he's bound by physicality. Al-Kain. And the whole role of the Tzaddik is to be matakin the souls of the Jewish nation. And in order to be attacking the souls of the Jewish nation to cause soul corrections and fixings and return all the lost objects, it has to go from the highest to the highest place. So therefore, Therefore, it's necessary that the tzaddik leaves this world. And then goes to the place that he goes to. And therefore, he won't be quiet until he fixes all the Jewish souls of the entire nation. Until he completes what he started. To fix everything. It's like the Pasuk says, That the Tzaddik, uh, the Tzaddik gets lost, he like gets destroyed, and no one even takes note. And the kind people, they gather together, but they don't understand. That the reason why the tzaddik died, because of the bad, the tzaddik died. Meaning to say, we don't, un- the, the simple people, that means me, we don't understand that because there was so much wrong in the world, the tzaddik had to die to complete his mission in order to reveal to us the greatest light to fix the most pigam, the most filthy, hot, lowest souls or highest souls, depending on your perspective. Uh, I know we're reading a lot, but uh, you know, it's just from Nelson, so we're reading a lot. Because uh, the tzaddik dies because of uh, the ra. Right? Uh, uh, that the, the generation fell to such a low place that the tzaddik had to die. But it's through death, that's when he begins to really fix things. That whoever desires to come close to Torah and holiness, that the tzaddik left through his svarim, through the Aran and the shas, and the shulchan aruch, and all the svarim, v'tamidav, and through the students, hakasherim, shekiblu mevenevachinus pishnayim, that through learning the svarim, right, through connecting to the students, through connecting to the mind of the tzaddik, then you receive double. Afal pishahem ketanagumal, even though, yeah, we're very small. Nevertheless, you get double. Why do you get double? Because like we're saying that the Ruach de Leila, the upper spirit, is constantly being drawn down to you because the tzaddik keeps going higher and higher. And therefore, when you connect to the tzaddik's mind, which was left through his wisdom, his svarim, and his students, and his concepts and his ideas, right? So therefore, you get more and more. In specific, the Ruach de Le'ela that comes down mamish when he dies. It's not just a one-time event. It never, ever, ever stopped. Because the tzaddik are greater after they die than during their life. We're just going to read for another uh, few lines over here. Then we're going to then we're going to speak a little bit of this outside. This is the great happiness that we have on Lagba Omer. 
even though it's very fitting that we should cry on the day that he died. Therefore, we're, 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 nevertheless, we're fitting to be really happy. And the main thing we're happy about is that the, the Rashbi, he left us this awesome and amazing Sefer. Hold on. Going to the screen share. Right, the main thing is that he left us the safer that will take us out of Gullis, right? It says in the Zohar, I'm a safer da Yafkin Megalusa. With this book, you'll go out of Gullis. And therefore, the main way the world, the Kiyom of the world, the, the world exists because of the dead Sadiqim. I love it. I love this. I don't know why I love this. Kemoshe Kasev Zohar Kodesh, like the Zohar says, Il Malay Tefilas Hatzadikim Shemesu Shemespalim Al Chaim Lo Havi Miskaim La Alma. Right? The Zohar says, if not for the Tefilas of the Tzadikim that died, if not for their prayers that they prayed on the living in this world, the world wouldn't exist. It would not withstand. But Al Kain. Right. I'll just read that again. If not for the prayers of the tzaddikim that are davening for for Kla Yisrael and Shemayim, the world wouldn't stand. Right. Moshe daven. He daven the b'schus avos. Right from the tzaddikim, the avos. Kamosha kasev zachor lavdech alavram. Like he said, remember your servant Avram. And we know what did the sea split? What did the sea saw that it split? It saw the caver of Yosef, the bones of Yosef. And that's what brought us out of Gullus. And Moshe took the bones of the tzaddik. Because at the end of Gullus, the difficulty is spread out, length and breadth of the world. It's like Paro was stubborn and he sent out his nation on us, right? And the Yetzirah is mamish, the negative forces, the confusion is everywhere. But the only way to get rid of the Paro is through the tzaddikim that passed away, the atzmas of Yosef, the bones of Yosef. That they're greater after they die than they are during their lifetime. That they go to the highest places in heaven and they draw down salvation with perfect things, more than the, the things that they weren't able to do during their lifetime. In specific, nowadays, at the end of our Galas, we have no one to rely on other than God. Right? And through the schusim of the true tzaddikim, the dead ones that lay in the ground, it's a pasuk in the good thing, David Melech says, that the holy ones that lay in the ground, they are strong and they have all my desire, all my desire contained in it. This is incredible. This is incredible. Right? So the light of the Rabbi Shimon Bayaichai, the light of the true tzaddikim, it's not just a one-time event. As Rabbi Nachman said, uh, Rabbi Nassim is explaining over here, that the tzaddikim go higher and higher and higher and higher in Shemayim. And why is it that they go higher in Shemayim? Because it's the role of the true tzaddikim to always go to bat on behalf of Kaisal. With the tzaddikim, the true tzaddikim want more than anything in the world is to be tikkun neshamos, to be metakin, to fix the Jewish souls, to tell every single Jew, Hashem is with you no matter what you've done in your entire life. But... Because the Yetzahara, because the Kochah the confusion, the Bilbulam, the anxiety, the mental health issues, the depression, the addiction, the everything else, etc., etc., has spread out in the world in order to stop 
us from performing the will of God and create mass confusion during Corona and the pandemic. Because of that, that forces the tzaddik to go higher and higher and higher and higher in Shemayim, that he's able to bring down more light and more light and more light. And Reb Nussin is explaining, it's not just a one-time event. That people think you die and that's it. Eh, eh, eh. Not true. <laughs> the tzaddikim are going higher and higher in Shemayim because they're no longer constricted by their body. And so many people in Yiddishkeit have difficulties with this idea of how could a dead person do something for you? But I just want to say, we dive in every single day. Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak. Why are we talking about Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov? Right? Why are we talking about? Because we're connecting to the true tzaddikim, the dead of us, right? That are buried in Marasam Achpela, that go higher and higher and higher and higher in Shemaim. Right? And this is what we say, that the help of our ancestors, right? They're there forever and ever and ever. And every year on Lagba Omer, and any time a person goes to the Tzion of the Rashbi, Rabbi Shimon Bar in Meiron, right? Any single time they're able to receive Kishnayim. Why? Because the whole desire of the of the Tzadikim, the whole desire of the, of the Rashbi, the whole desire of Rabbi Nachman, the whole desire of the true Tzadikim was to bring the Jewish nation to Abinu Meshamayim, to bring us to our Father in heaven, to bring us to our Father in heaven. Right? And he brings this amazing Zohar that if not for the tzaddikim diving for us in Shemayim, right, the world wouldn't exist. The world would not exist. In fact, I once saw in the Tana de Be'eliyahu, he says an amazing thing. The Tana de Be'eliyahu brings, if I had time, I would have photocopied it and done it for a screen share. But the Tana de Be'eliyahu brings an amazing thing. You know what he says? He says that uh, why did David Amelech, right, David Amelech ruled seven years in, Chev- in Hebron and they, uh, you know, the rest of the time, it was 42 years, maybe it was 32, something like that. Uh, the rest of his kingship, he was in Yerushalayim. So the Tanabela explains, why did David Melech set up the first seven years of his kingship in Hebron? Why did he do that? So Tanabela says, because he knew at the beginning of his malchus as his kingship, he wanted the aid, the help of the tzaddikim buried in Hebron, in Maras HaMachpelah. He wanted the help of Avram, and he wanted Sarah and Rivka, and they, uh, now well, Rachel's not buried there, but he wanted Yitzchak and Yaakov. He wanted the help of the tzaddikim to help him in his malchus. And therefore, David Melech set up his first years of kingship. The first seven years, he set them up in Hebron to be Maras HaPela. Because tzaddikim be misasrim nikr chayeim. Because the tzaddikim, the tzaddikim after they die, right? Tzaddikim after they die, they, they go higher, 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 and higher. This is an amazing thing. This is this is this is amazing because every time, like we were learning in the last year, every time the person is able to receive Pishnayim, right? Because they're able to receive double. They're able to receive double. You keep receiving double, you keep receiving, you you you, you keep on receiving a uh, you keep on receiving more flow, right? So uh, this is an amazing thing. And they uh I wanted to read just a little bit more. I want to read just a little bit more. We're going to jump back into the screen share. So you see Lagba Omer. Lagba Omer, it's not just, it's not just, a, okay, you make a fire, whatever, you know. And Rav Nassim saying, the day Rabbi Shimon died, on the day Rosh died, really, you should cry. Really, it's fitting to cry. The Rosh died, the tzaddik was taken from us, right? We know the Gemara Numa says the day that the tzaddik died is like strafus base Lokenu. It's like, it's like the base of Migdash being burnt, right? But we also know so really, you should die. Really, what that Gemara means is that it brings a tikkun into the world, right? That Sadiq dies for the sins of the people in a certain way, a, uh, that it brings a tikkun to the world. But uh, point being is that uh, really a person should cry, but really we're happy. We're happy on Lagba Omer. We're happy on Lagba Omer because Rabbi Shimon was a great Sadiq who was involved with tikkun, tikkun the Shamas. He took responsibility for the entire Israel, Like the Gemara in Shabbos says, the Gemara in Shabbos says that, and Rabbi Nachman brings this in the prologue to the Sefer, that uh, the Jews, they were sitting around in Karen Yavne, they were sitting around discussing, this was after they just got out of exile, basically thrown out of Yerushalayim and Eretz Yisrael, they set up shop in Yavne, and they were all sitting around discussing whether, La'asid Torah Tishkach Yisrael. 
And those Sadiqim, those uh, Tanayim at that time, they said, Asid Torah Tishkach Yisrael, right? The Torah is going to be forgotten. And they bring a Pasuk that there's going to be darkness all around. And Rabbi Shimon said, I promise that Torah is not going to be forgotten. And it says the Torah won't be forgotten. And it was Rabbi Shimon who had the power, who was greater, who had the ability to be Osik and Tika Neshamos, that Rabbi Shimon said, no, it's me, I promise. You think Torah is going to be forgotten for Yisrael, but I take responsibility for every single Jewish soul. And I show them, no matter what you've done in your life, Hashem has never left you. No matter what you've done in your life, it could be totally fixed. I'm going to give you peace, Shnayim, and I'm going to go higher and higher and higher. And that's why he says, Ani maftiach shalot tishkach Torah miYisrael kedichtiv kilot tishkach miPizaro, as Rabbi Nachman says, kilot tishkach miPizaro is sofe tevas Yochai. That through the Zaro of Yochai, which is Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai, the Torah will not be forgotten. And it takes the true tzaddikim to bring down the light onto the Jewish nation that the Torah shouldn't be forgotten to show every Jew that you're good and you're with God and God loves you. And specifically through the Zara of Yochai, through the light of the Rashbi, which is coming down, where the Rashbi himself says in the Zohar, Dam is Sefer Da Yafkin Megalusa, that through this Sefer, the Zohar, you're going to go out of Gullus. This is an amazing, amazing, incredible thing. So you see so many amazing things here. First of all, what we learned from Rav Nachman last week was like already incredible, right? And then you just see just in a few paragraphs of of two paragraphs, we learn Rav Nassim, it's like a whole world, you're learning Rav Nassim, it's like a, it's like an amazing thing. And they, uh, I want to read one last, one last part over here in Rav Nassim, one last paragraph about going to uh, the Kivrei Tzadikim. Let me pull up the screen share. Hold on. skipping around over here in this discourse over here. He ties this in with Svira. It's a, it's a whole thing. We could spend an entire year learning learning this uh, discourse over here. Oop. Hold on. No, it's not the right one. Yeah. Hold on one second. Okay. Here we go. And this is the advantage of going to the caver of a tzaddik. Guys, we should plan another caver of tzaddik. For those of you who came, we did an awesome trip. It was not this past Rosh Chodesh Nisan, but I think it was maybe two years ago before COVID. We brought a bunch of people. We went to Mezhbaj. We went to Bardichev. We went to a, uh, we went to, uh, we did Shabbos in Uman, Rosh Chodesh Nisan. It was Mamash Gaval where everyone was able to receive Pishnayim. So it was an incredible thing. We should do another trip. I know all the history, everything there. It's like, we could, we should get one going. And this is the advantage of going to the caver of Tzadikim. Because on the caver of the Tzadik, there's a remnant. Part of the Neshama still stays there. And the soul is connected above and beyond. Because the main merging of the ruach, the spirit above with the spirit below happens after the person dies, which remains by his caver. Because during his life, it was, it was impossible for the entire ruach to come down. So therefore, through the Pishnayim, every neshama could come to a tikkun. Because the main fixing is through Pishnayim. Like we started with, you can't fix your midos from within itself. You have to have something to go beyond yourself. Right, so therefore you have to draw the fixing from a higher place, right? It's like 
in order to get out of, of a problem, you have to have an insight into it, which comes from a higher place. And this is tshuva. Right, and this is this tikkun comes from a high place. That the only way to truly fix yourself is by the tzaddikim's caver. Through coming to their kvarim. Through going to the caver of a tzaddik, you can now draw double. Therefore, you could come to a fixing even however you are. And this is what it says, right? Sadikim don't have rest in this world, they don't have rest in the next world. Therefore, every time you go to the cave of the tzaddik, right? A person's able, able to come to ours pishnayim, and then they're able to receive. They're able to receive more and more light. They're able to receive more and more light. And we know if you're coming to this year and you're listening to Lakud Maran, you're connected to the tzaddik, Rabbi Nachman ben Simcha, Gamachir, Rabbi Shimon ben Yorichai, you're connected to the Rashbi. And it's just an incredible thing, you know. I'm going to end with this. Uh, first, we'll do the Parsha connection. Is the Achrei Moskadoshim obvious over here? Achrei Moskadoshim is after a person dies, then they become Kadosh. Because the whole role of the Tzaddik, the whole ideas of the Tzaddik is to bring a Tikkun Nefashos, a Tikkun Neshamos to the Jewish nation. And it's something that they're not able to do while they're still alive. And therefore, Achremos, after they die, now they're Kedoshim, because the tzaddik goes higher and higher and higher and keeps on taking responsibility for Klai Yisrael. It's like you see the Lubavitcher Rebbe, you know, like, first of all, besides the fact that if you live in the New York area or if you live in the five towns and you're watching this, it's a 15-minute drive. You have no excuse not to go to the Oho of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. It's literally right here. You know, and he wrote letters to every single Jew and he took responsibility for the Jewish nation. And not only did he take responsibility for the Jewish nation, he took responsibility for the world. At one point, the Levam Charity had a mitzayim, uh, you know, Sheva uh, Leshivim, you know, seven mitzvahs for the 70 nations, you know, it was one of the Levam Charity's campaign. And it was a true tzaddik who took responsibility for everything. And it's Akhremos Kedoshim that after the tzaddik leaves this world, then he becomes holy. And I just want to add over here that anyone who's been to Uman, anyone who's been to Uman, you know, the books of stories, you know, books of stories of like, I've seen it with my own eyes. I don't want to, I don't want to embarrass any of my friends, you know, or things, you know, like people are like really struggling, you know, and like, they're not religious and they come to Uman and they have these life-changing realizations. You know, there's one person in specific, a, uh, there's a friend of mine now, you know, he was like, not religious, totally fry, grew up in a firm home, completely, you know, and and he just wanted to like basically smoke pot an entire Rosh Hashanah, you know? So Uman's a good place to do that. If you actually want to do that, you could you could find that in Uman, you know? <laughs> and he just wanted to bum out, never wore a yarmulke, nothing, you know? And doesn't keep coach he didn't even send his kids to a Jewish school. And I, I, and he someone convinced him because he had such a he was having such a difficult time in life, some other guy. I, you know, I'm purposely leaving the names out of, here, out of the story because I don't know if they want me to say their names. Some other guy convinced him. He said, your life is going horrible. You're fighting with your in-laws. Your wife wants divorce. Everything's going terrible. Just come. I'll pay for your ticket. This person will say, I'll pay for your ticket. Because like, I don't do anything. Like, I don't wear a yarmulke. I don't put the filling on. I don't keep kosher. Like, I should go to Uman. I should, I, are you out of your mind? The guy's like, he taco was out of his mind. So he paid for his ticket and he went to Uman. And it was just amazing. Like I was with him almost the whole time and he had this life-changing experience and he's from, he puts the feeling on and he learns to look at the Maran. This happened like not this past Rosh Hashanah, but the Rosh Hashanah before. And they are purposely not giving away identifying information for anyone who might know him. And you see that, you know, people go to the Tzaddik and, and they have these life-changing insights and realizations into their lives. And it's something that the Tzaddik took responsibility for. That a person by going, saying a tikkun in Uman, saying a tikkun 
by the Rashbi, they could fix everything. In Shum Yish, right? A person could come to total healing, total healing. That's why aside for this Rosh Hashanah, because it was COVID, there's 60,000 people go to Uman Rosh Hashanah. That's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. It is crazy. You know, it's nuts, you know? And it's, there's a certain magnetism that a person feels. And sure, some of them do a virus, you know, for sure. Uh, but most don't, that, you know? And people have this life-changing experience that they have from going to the tzaddik, you know? And Lagba Omer, how, you know, I don't know what's going to be this year in COVID, but uh, my understanding is Lagba Omer is the largest annual Jewish gathering in Meiron. There's 500,000 people come through the 24-hour period of Lagba Omer to Meiron. I don't know. Again, I don't know what's going to be in Eretz saw this year with COVID and the whole thing. But generally speaking, 500,000 Jews go to the Rashbi on Lagba Omer. Right? Rashbi is Yeshufa Shefarav sends down tremendous light. It's sending down this light of sending down double portion. A person has the bit of friend of mine. I mean, the stories, the stories are, he's a friend of mine in my neighborhood. I think I could say his name. Um, you know, I'm not going to say his name. There's a guy who lives in my neighborhood. He couldn't, his wife had difficulty having children. And she went there, not a Hasidish guy, not a Breslov guy. He went to the Raj Bialan Golomir. His wife went and her and her sister had problems having, uh, they had fertility issues. And they, went to the Rashmi on Lagba Omer. He told me this story a few years ago at a Lagba Omer fire at my house. I didn't even know the story. And, and uh, he said that his wife, Davin, that uh, the Rajbi, if she has children, she'll name her kid Shimon Elazar. And Kachava, you know, was at the bar mitzvah of Shimon Elazar, was named after Rashmi and his son, you know? And her sister also had fertility problems. And she has a kid, she said, I'll name it Shimon or Elazar, maybe both, as a kid also with the same name. And they both went and dominated their hearts at that time. And a person's able to receive, I mean, the stories, you know, tremendous about the stories. And the point is that for each and every single one of us, we could come to a fixing through the tzaddik, that it's Achrimosh Kedosh, not just a one-time event, but in Yiddishkeit, we believe you have power even after you die. Now, of course, it's a whole topic, how that works. And obviously, uh, but the tzaddik knows that all this kalach comes from Hashem. And that's, if you think the tzaddik has independent kalach from Hashem, that's a vodazara. We obviously don't believe in that. But it's only because Hashem gave us the tzaddikim, as the beginning of Tanya says. Hashem saw that tzaddikim were few, and he spread that in generations. It's only because Hashem gives. Part of the system is that Hashem gave us the tzaddikim, and we're able to connect with them, and we're able to get more and more light. And on uh, this Lagba Omer... Uh, we should be zayche to receive just like Elisha received from Eliyahu, we should be zayche to receive from the light of the Rashbi on the Yom Hestal Kuso. And with that, everyone, good job.